All right, well, good morning. Uh, this is TWP Conversations, the whole pastor.org. Um, I'm Bobby Contreras, Pastor Alm Heights Baptist Church, and I am excited to be here. We are a few days from Christmas. Uh, my daughters are counting down. They're calling it the eve of the eve of Christmas Eve. Um, and so um, we got my little desk Christmas tree here. Um, you can find us at thewholepastor.org. Um, and uh, wholepastor.org, the whole idea behind it is a group of pastors thought it would be uh, advantageous for us to join forces to uh, encourage one another with spiritual health and physical health and emotional health and mental health and financial health, um, knowing that we can't do it alone. It's better to do it together. And so I've got Danny Panter here. Danny, uh, welcome to the whole pastor to TWP Conversations. Um, good friend of mine at a church down the street at First Baptist. Why don't you give us an introduction to yourself? Tell us who you are um, and your role there at First Baptist. Man, I am so pumped to be a part of this conversation. Um, like Bobby said, I'm Danny and I'm associate pastor at First Baptist Church San Antonio. I am the preaching pastor in our contemporary worship gathering, or as I like to say, our band-led worship gathering. Um, <laughs> and I also oversee marriage ministry and supervise community missions in the city. And just uh, love uh, how God is, is blessing our church family and the work and good work he's given us to do uh, in the city. So I, um, I'm married uh, to wife Anna. I have three daughters and uh, 15 13 and 10. Uh, and my oldest daughter just started learning how to drive. Oh, so I'm a brand in a brand new era. Yeah, man, that's so awesome. I don't, I did not intentionally do this, but it seems like the pastors that I have interviewed or the, the guys that I've interviewed, we are all fathers of daughters. Um, and I, I mean, not to keep this an exclusive thing, um, we'll include maybe some fathers of sons, but man, it's just, it's a thing and it's a great thing. It's a and, wonderful thing. And I'm not ready to get anywhere near driving. My oldest is 10, so I'm, I'm gonna stay there for a little bit. Well, you know, it's funny. I, we, just, uh, we just bought a, a new car. Uh, to re we needed to get a second car. And, um, now my daughter is asking me to drive all the time in the new car. And I'm like, no, I don't want you to drive the new car. But, you know, she's got to learn how to drive. So, but yeah, she's always asking, Hey, can we, can we go out and drive? Can we go out and drive? But it's, it's sweet. It's sweet as well. That's cool. That is really awesome. Well, you'll have to write and journal this down so that when I get to the, yeah, thing, I, I will learn uh, from a wise, wise yeah. father who's, who's lived it. We'll see. Uh, so, hey, uh, we met, um, we've met a, a few years back um, and we probably don't get to hang out as much as would be, you know, good for us um, because we're both busy living life, doing ministry. But I, I remember we, and this is the whole pastor, the whole idea of it is to stay healthy, to uh, promote health in, in various different, different arenas. 
Um, one of them is what you eat. You should be careful with what you eat. But I'm going to say this nonetheless. Um, we had barbecue the last time we met. That's right. And we went to a place that you introduced me to, and it was fantastic. Um, it was very good barbecue. Um, so I think it's okay to throw in there every once in a while some good barbecue. Um, yeah, you can't help but do that if we live in Texas. I think I, I didn't do the sweet tea. I think I stuck with water. So there, there's there's how I'll uh, justify it. Uh, but, there we go. Um, yeah, so, um, man, I... I I'm sorry we haven't gotten together more often, but I, one of the things that has intrigued me and the reason why I wanted to get you on TWP conversations is that uh, being that this is the year that we're trying to promote this idea of getting creative and how uh, each and every one of us stay physically fit or, or at least be introduced to ideas uh, to promote physical health, um, yours the thing that you do and the thing that I think about often when I think of you, it, it's very interesting because you are, you are immersed into jujitsu. So tell us, okay, first of all, what is jujitsu? How did you get involved with it? And, and what does it look like on, on a daily basis, weekly basis, monthly basis? What, what, what do you do? Well, awesome. So jujitsu is a grappling martial art um, originally introduced in Japan, but uh, evolved as one of the main practitioners went to Brazil and met the Gracie family and the Gracie family uh, took what they learned from uh, the practitioner of jujitsu out of Japan and turned it into Brazilian jujitsu or Gracie jujitsu, uh, which is what we see most often in the United States and what has become increasingly popular, but it is a grappling martial arts. You don't hit, you don't kick. It's the gentle art of, of submitting your opponent either through gently choking them. Does it sound gentle um, <laughs> or, or, <laughs> or submitting them by uh, providing an arm or leg lock or foot lock. Um, and so it is a remarkable martial art. Um, it is you can train at a hundred percent in jujitsu. So uh, that's where the fitness part comes in with jujitsu is that you don't have to hold back because you're not hitting anybody. Um, and you also, uh, when you get to a spot where uh, you need to slow things down, you just let your partner know by tapping and it's over. So um, it, it's a lot like chess uh, in that the techniques that you're learning uh, you're trying to counter and outthink your opponent. Think ahead of your opponent as to where they're going and where you need to go. So it's a physical game. It is a mental game. It's a stamina game. Uh, and it's in the world of jujitsu, uh, it's a community game too. You build a lot of community. Man, that is awesome. So I, again, I don't really have much background uh, with, with jujitsu. Um, but I think you're the first person to refer to it as a gentle chess-like activity where you don't hit your opponent, but you just gentle, <laughs> you're gently choking your opponent. Um, that's awesome. You know, I, I, how, how does one, I mean, do, what would you recommend or suggest as we're promoting physical health? Would you just tell a pastor and his wife or family to just walk in somewhere and say, Hey, I want to learn this gentle choking. 
<laughs> yeah. So uh, if I were speaking to a pastor and he said, wow, um, that sounds really intriguing. How do I get started with that? I, I would say, well, um, you want to get a good recommendation to a good school, yeah. right? Um, that has a really good culture. And, and ideally, you know, a person who's practicing jujitsu would recommend their own school. So I would say, come with me. Okay. Uh, and you can just come check it out at no charge. They're not going to charge you for an introductory class. You'll get to meet the professors um, and you'll get to see kind of our rhythm and what you can expect um, as you begin training. And I would just say, come try it out. Uh, try it out several times uh, before you decide to commit. Um, Jiu-jitsu, much like the Christian faith and other things in our life, is a journey. Um, you know, it, we really encourage people, if you start jujitsu, stick with jujitsu, um, because it, it's, it's really a lifetime of, of training and becoming better, uh, in taking on these skills and values and principles to be a practitioner. So I would say, yeah, come check it out, come with me and, and let's see if this is a good fit for you. Awesome. Uh, so it, an instructor there is called a professor. You, you said a professor. That's right. So I, I say professor and coach. Um, so our, the owner of the school that I attend is a multi-stripe black belt. He's kind of known throughout the world. Uh, he's phenomenal. He's from Brazil, old school jujitsu practitioner, great professor. And then he has uh, two main coaches underneath him that teach most of the classes. So I call him professor and I call the teachers that teach most regularly coaches. Um, so if you want, you give a shout out to, to the gym, to, to the place. Yeah. So I go to Mahasinki, uh, Brazilian Jiu Jitsu. Awesome. Well, you've, you heard it here. Um, uh, it, it's, it's about to be Christmas and new year. Uh, so don't bother Danny Panter right now, uh, unless you want them to bother you right now or, <laughs> First of the year. And I think this is timely because first of the year, right. everyone is always, it, it is inevitable. First of the year, everyone's trying to figure something out. They're yeah. downloading apps. They're Googling YouTube. They're getting gym memberships. First of the year, call Danny Panther up and he'll take you yeah. and give you some insight. Um, so at Alamo Heights Church, where I'm at, actually, this is my office, um, right outside this window, um, there are two things that I see. I see um, Honcho's churros. Um, you can get churros. Or next door to that is a brand new. It just opened in March, right? Actually, the week when everything was shut down or gyms were shut down, um, Atos, I think that's how it's pronounced, um, Jiu-Jitsu opened up right yeah. here. Um, yeah. I, I met, I guess he would be the professor, um, a couple times. Um, but I've never gone in there. And he does. There's a sign that says free first mm -hmm. intro free or something like that. But I've, I've just always wondered man, what happens in there um, and, and what it's like um, when it comes to jujitsu. Is there like when you get in there and you're participating in this, um, what it what is like the biggest thing that you're gaining when you're there? Um, when you're, I mean, obviously you're probably doing this with people that you know. Uh, mm -hmm. And so what, what, what is, if you can nail down one or two things that it, this is why I continue to go back, what, what would be those one or two or however many things that you think that 
It's just your draw for jujitsu. Um, so, uh, gosh, there, there are several things that really continue to pull me into jujitsu. The first and most obvious thing, it is, this is my main outlet to stay physically healthy, um, to burn calories, uh, to, to strengthen my body. Um, um, and so, you know, we go in, we start off by, you know, warming up, then we do technique drills, and then we do what we call rolling, which is essentially sparring in jujitsu for like 20 minutes, uh, which I don't know if you've ever watched uh, any boxing or UFC, and they, they only have like three minutes on the clock per round. And you're thinking, gosh, I could stand for three minutes. That's like a short period of time. But when you're fighting you are exerting enormous amounts of energy. And, uh, and so, so I go there uh, first to, uh, to try to stay as, as healthy and fit as possible. I don't like running. Um, and I, I lack, I'm not a very disciplined person. So going to the gym at five o'clock every morning is not something that I do. So that's the first thing. Um, the second thing is that I had, there's such tremendous value in learning an art um, or a skill um, that really challenges you mentally and physically. And that's jujitsu. I mean, you're learning something that you can actually use in the real world if you have to, um, but it really challenges you mentally um, because you're trying to hold on to all of these principles and always putting them to practice. Again, it's, it's like the spiritual life. And so that's another thing is that I can relate so easily my jujitsu journey with my, uh, my journey to follow Jesus um, and uh, to listen to my coach, uh, to put things into practice. I, if, if I'm going to get better at this, I've got to apply them into my life. Um, I have to regularly train in order to get better. I can't just go once a week. I have, it has to be a normal rhythm in my life, just as seeking Jesus and listening to Jesus needs to be a normal rhythm in my life. Um, so there's tremendous value there. And the last thing is camaraderie or community is that the longer you are in jujitsu, the more you love and trust these, these men or, or this community that you're a part of. Um, and, and so you get wrapped up in that too. I mean, you go because, uh, you know, Chris expects you to be there. Uh, and if you're not there, he's going to text you. Hey, where have you been, man? And, and if you haven't been there for a few weeks, they're going to say, are you okay? Uh, dude, have you, have you heard it? Have you, are you hurt? Or, you know, so those, those three things, staying fit, uh, the mental journey uh, of improving uh, and community has really locked me in into jujitsu. Man, that's, that's awesome. Because I, I think there's beauty, and, and I keep saying this in all of these conversations, there is beauty in the creativity that is physical health. Um, you said it. I don't like to get up at five. I don't like to run. Um, I do like to get up at five. I do like to run. Um, mm -hmm. And those are things that um, uh, drive me when I want to get up and do something uh, when it comes to my physical health. But um, 
you can operate in a completely different craft or art or form of physical activity and you benefit from a, the same things from similar things that I would benefit from when I go running or I ride my bike or I go climbing with my family. Um, and, and so I, I kind of wrote down a few of the things when you were talking, um, there is an absolute, uh, uh, um, advantage to doing jujitsu or doing something like this because your mental and your physical is being worked on. Um, yeah. I love that you said that you've tied them two together and it's a time for you to get away and, uh, spend some time and you're working on the physical, but also the mental, probably the emotional as well is yeah. getting, uh, uh, worked on. Um, and, and then, um, I, I, I love it. And this is, I, I'd love to hear a little bit more, maybe the idea of the spiritual aspect and the community side of it working together. Um, uh, beautiful. You have to go multiple times and you're, you're putting it into practice, applying what you're learning um, and you're working on that. But then there's the community side of it where the people around you are benefiting because of your presence there. And probably you're benefiting from the presence of other people there. So maybe speak to that a little bit, the spiritual side of it and the community side of it, maybe more so on the community side. What, what does that look like? So, um, one of the reasons I began jujitsu many, many years ago is uh, as a pastor, you feel very much in a uh, Christian bubble, right? Most of your daily experiences around people who would identify themselves as Christians. And so I was looking for a way to connect with people, uh, normal people who didn't know Christ and uh, and to build a relationship with them that would lead uh, to spiritual and transformative conversations. So, um, and what I've discovered uh, in jujitsu is one, you're around a significant cross section of people. So uh, I'm mixing up with police officers, uh, uh, restaurateurs, uh, businessmen, military, uh, and the majority of them, uh, maybe not necessarily the majority, the majority of them um, aren't, aren't walking with Christ. They don't, they don't, they don't know Jesus. And so it gives me an opportunity to build relationship and rapport with them. And rapport, I think is hugely significant. Um, this school that I've been training at, I've been there for uh, since 2016. So four years, you know, and you can't just walk into a community and uh, you know, and start preaching, right? I'm a preacher teacher. That's not why I went. Um, but because of my commitment to jujitsu and my commitment to train with these men, primarily there, there are some ladies that train, but, um, I've been able to develop credibility and rapport with them over time. Uh, one, they all call me pastor and I didn't ask them to do that. They just, they just call me pastor. Um, they'll, they'll joke about me as pastor and, and some of the things that they're experiencing, they'll, they'll just joke about things. Um, but there's a lot of camaraderie and rapport that I have and being able to build respect with them as, as a pastor has, uh, given me opportunity to love them well and, uh, to consistently when, when God gives me opportunity to speak into their life, uh, when, uh, one of them uh, gets injured and is not able, he doesn't have a salary job, so he can't work. And uh, how do we bless him during a few weeks when he can't work? Or 
when there are spiritual questions. I've had a number of, of men uh, who come and ask me spiritual questions uh, about the word of God. And that's been very, very fruitful. And the longer I'm with these men, the more and more opportunities I have to share Jesus with them and speak into their life. And, and I'm also benefiting from their community too, um, because we do have an affection and love for one another. Uh, even though many of them aren't walking with Jesus, uh, it's good for me to see the effect of healthy community outside the church so that I can say, I know why we need healthy community in the church. We need gracious nudging and accountability. Uh, we need to spar with one another and train with one another in order to get better. We weren't, you can't do jujitsu in isolation. You, you can't do it in your garage by yourself watching a video. You have to be with someone else. And so that's been of incredible value to learn about Christian community is the Western church is so has been so individualized for decades that we have really lost sight of what it means to train with one another. And jujitsu is a reminder of just how desperate we are for that. Yeah, that that's so good. If there's a quote for this TWP conversations is you can't do jujitsu in isolation. Um, train with one another. That's good. That, that's really good. And, and I'm, I'm encouraged. Um, I don't know if jujitsu would become my thing, um, but I certainly want to check it out. I, and I, I think I've shared this with you before as chaplain with the fire department here. Um, there's a couple firefighters that, yeah. um, that do it or, or they have done it before. Um, and, and yeah, I, I think there is a camaraderie, there's a community. Um, and it, it's, it's, it's that relationship that you have with people, regardless of what it is or whatever it is that you might be doing. Um, it is key. It is awesome. Um, and so I, I commend you on that. And I'm excited to hear more about that. Um, you um, you got across a from uh, Chris Johnson, your pastor there at First Baptist uh, and, and, and gently choked him or anything like that. You know, um... <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how I don't know how that would go over, but uh, you know, there, we often joke around about that kind of stuff in office in the office because they know I do jujitsu. But um, you know, the invitations always open to them to come and train once or twice, yeah. and uh, most of them are like, "I don't know if I want to get that close to another man." But I'm like, you know, well, let's let's call them out. You know, you see them more than I do, but let's. I mean, Chris. Brian, Aaron, I, I, yeah, Scott. Yes. I think you guys need to get in there and, and, and get, get on the mat with Danny. Um, Let's mix it up. Yeah. And I, I want to be there just to watch, um, <laughs> um you know, uh, you and I are both friends with Taylor Pfeiffer and Taylor brought, uh, Chris to the climbing gym. Um, and right. it was awesome to see Chris there on the wall climbing and, I don't, I don't, he's, he hasn't been back yet. So I don't know. Um, but we'll, we'll have to get him on the climbing wall and on uh, the jujitsu mat. Yes. Uh, but yeah, that's awesome. So we're going to call him out. Um, hey, so kind of shifting gears uh, a little bit. Um, um, you mentioned your, your family. Um, and I like to bring up two things with your family. Um, so one, um, does your family do jujitsu with you? Do you do jujitsu at home? 
Um, is this something that, that, that you want to uh, train them up in or release some energy with them? Yeah. So uh, with my two younger daughters, um, we'll do stuff together um, just at home. I don't have mats at the house. So to really do it well at home, you would have to have, you know, an eight by eight or 10 by 10 mat area. But, um, but yeah, we, I've done some stuff with them, some basic stuff with them and probably will continue to do that. My oldest daughter's not interested at all. She's like, <laughs> nope, nope. I would love for them to actually train with me. Um, uh, but one, it's, it's a, it's a significant commitment financially and time-wise, and they want to do other things. Yeah. And we've been pretty committed in our family to try to focus on one thing yeah. uh, rather than overwhelming our kids with soccer, jujitsu, all at the same time. And, uh, and that's t- taken a lot of discipline. Um, so right now my girls are involved in other kind of activities that precludes them from really committing to jujitsu. Yeah. Wow. That, that's awesome. That, that's good though, uh, that you've set that uh, commitment to, to one specific thing. Um, I, I wanted to ask you about this too, because you, you've mentioned it and I know we've talked about this before um, and, and maybe we need to amend the whole pastor um, and, and to add this component because it's, it's an extremely important component and, and absolutely the mental, the spiritual, the physical, the emotional, the financial will feed into this. Um, but you and your wife are a part of a marriage ministry there at First Baptist and, and the whole city for that matter. Um, and so is there anything I, I'd love for you to share or even plug the, the ministry to uh, the couple, the husband and wife uh, here in our city and, and why it's important? Um, so, so you're asking why, why is marriage ministry important? Yeah. Okay. Awesome. So, wow. So we say at our church family, um, healthy marriage, healthy marriages means a healthy church. Um, or we can even expand that and say healthy marriages means healthy families and healthy families means a healthy city. Yeah. And so we know there are a thousand things pulling at our families, um, financial needs, uh, various uh, crises in our city and uh, just on a, on a normal normal life, not COVID life. There are a lot of stressors uh, that are pulling at marriage that has a ripple effect uh, that affects kiddos. Uh, it affects the workplace. Uh, it affects broader community. And so we would say for that reason, you need to intentionally invest uh, in loving and serving your spouse well, and you need to invest together in marriage for not just for your good, but for the good of everyone else around you. Uh, it's such a foundation to our society um, that we don't always give the credit it really deserves. And, and things are beginning to change, I think, a little bit. Um, but so invest in it for those reasons. The other thing that we're beginning to say in our church family is that we are married for good, not in terms of just longevity and commitment, but um, we believe that God clearly says, I've put a man and woman together to be a blessing to other people, um, not just for themselves. And so I think the richer and the fuller a marriage is, the healthier a marriage is, the more fruit it's going to bear in the lives of people around you. And um, that's something that we're beginning to really emphasize in our church family. So I would say invest in your marriage 
so that you can be a blessing and do good and bring good to cup other couples who are hurting, um, to other individuals um, that need that blessing and that good from you. And that can't happen unless uh, health marriages are moving in healthier and healthier ways. Man, that is that is so good. Um, and I think it's timely too. Um, I mean, I, I don't know if anyone's noticed, but by the Christmas tree behind you and the Christmas tree next to me, but it, <clears throat> that is maybe even more important during this season because I think we can get so just in a whirlwind of emotions and um, just things that we're doing that we we forget to do that even in this time. Um, and so um, married for good, married for good so that uh, you as a couple are blessing others. I think that's so good. Um, Hannah and I actually, you know, I, I think as pastors too, it, it's, it is hard to be selfish and say, I'm going to just spend this time with my spouse, with my wife. Yeah. Um, and uh, Hannah and I did last Thursday. Um, so the girls, we go climbing every Monday and Thursday. And I, I, I have a hard time giving up my climbing days because it's, it's two hours in the evening and it's like, I love to climb. Um, but Hannah and I said, Hey, let's not climb. Actually, Hannah said it. Let's not climb. Um, <clears throat> the climbing gym is right next to the Pearl area. And so we walked over and just sat and had a cup of coffee mm -hmm. for yeah. two hours as yeah. opposed to climbing. Um, and man, I needed that. Yeah. Uh, it was extremely refreshing. We sat outside, we had a cup of coffee and we just, there was no agenda. We just ran, talked about random things and enjoyed being with one another. Yeah. And so driving to the climbing gym last night, which was Monday, um, we said, Hey, we need to schedule in. And instead of climbing on a Thursday, we're going to just go have coffee um, and, and just sit and um, enjoy that time together. Uh, and it was just kind of the same thing. Uh, we want to be married for good. We That's want right. To be a blessing to our daughters, Ella and Olive. Right. We want to be a blessing to the community there at the climbing gym and our mm -hmm. community here at Alm Heights. And 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 so yeah, it, it takes the same muscles that we're flexing in the gym or on the mat or as we run, we need to flex those same muscles uh, in our marriage. Um, yes. And so I, I I appreciate you bringing that up and being an example for that for your community and for your daughters and your family. And let me just add, as a pastor, if your church has any marriage ministry, um, you need to be a part of it. Support it. Uh, your people need to see you as a pastor with your wife engaging in marriage ministry uh, so they know the value of it. And it also lowers the stigma of marriage ministry that somehow it's taboo or it means that our marriage is in trouble. Going to a marriage event, a seminar, a date night, uh, or doing a pro enrichment program, um, every couple should be a part of that. And I think pastors and their wives should model that for our church families. Yeah. So, and in, in we're here together in San Antonio. Um, are, are there, is there anything coming up that you would like to just promote or highlight that's coming up as far as any marriage, marriage initiative things that we could be a part of? Yeah. I mean, so it, uh, there's a lot of great stuff happening in the city. Um, uh, the one thing that I would highlight that's coming out of the, the 
First Baptist family is that three times a year we offer marriage in 3D. Our next one is in March. Um, hopefully by then it'll be a quasi in-person virtual experience. Um, but we are inviting uh, someone, um, Shanti, who is a national writer and speaker, and she's coming in to lead along with her husband to lead that marriage in 3D. She's also going to be doing some research. And so uh, she's going to use those who attend marriage in 3D awesome. to do some really cool research that we get to be on the ground level of. So um, you'll get more, you can get more information about that on our website, but we're super pumped about that event coming up. Awesome. Marriage in 3D this March. Um, you can be a guinea pig. Um, that's right. So um, that's so cool, man. I, I, I love that we had this time together and uh, thank you. Thank you for sharing your heart behind jujitsu, uh, your family, marriage, uh, being a pastor. Um, uh, it's so cool. I'm, I'm glad that we get to do this together. I know we're, um, I think it's, it's about four miles from my church to your church. Um, I know you're not there right now, but we, we, we do get to do this together and, and yes. Stuff. I'm grateful for you. I'm grateful for your heart. Um, and, and I'm excited that next time we get to be in person together, even if it is eating barbecue together, but Hey, so Merry Christmas. Cause we're like four days away uh, and happy new year. Uh, for those that are watching, this is the whole pastor.org TWP conversations. Um, we as pastors, we as men want to just encourage you to be physically healthy. Um, and so you find whatever it is, running, biking, jujitsu, climbing, sky is the limit. Um, right. we, we want to champion that for you and for your family um, and your church community. So we'll see you later for now. I, I think this is the last TWP conversation of 2020. So thanks for being a part of it. Thank you for having me. Hey, Danny, we'll see you soon, man. Have a great one. Bye. 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 Bye.